Excellent. Now to destroy the super friends one by one. <laughs> Ain't no done yet, me strongest man in world. The green light will be extinguished and there will be left. Oh, fucking right. We're back. We, we are fucking back, lads. I feel we keep taking like these hiatuses, right? And then we keep saying, all right, now we're back. <laughs> but then <laughs> life happens and then we get swapped. You know, but it's not too bad. We took a month basically off, you know, last last was in, in, oh, a month and a half, I think now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was more than a month. But hey, we don't get paid from this shit. No, exactly. Hey, people, if you want more episodes... Suggest that we do a Patreon, and then if we do the Patreon, give us money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we will oh, do this yeah. all the fucking time. That'll make us do this all the fucking time, right? But what we are doing right now is that Ahsoka, the Ahsoka trailer, teaser Facts. teaser trailer dropped. The and... teaser for the teaser. Exactly. And now that brought us back together. The Force, you could say, brought and us back yes. together. Exactly. Whether it's the light side or the dark side, that's up for debate because I genuinely feel like within the Star Wars verse, I would end up being a Sith Lord. Yes, I I have no, <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. I'm glad that from the get. We're, I, and actually, to be fair, I actually I don't think I'd be a dark Lord, but I, I don't know. I think I would play with it. I think I don't know. I think. See, just, but just right there, you playing with it. Would take you to the dark side, a la Anakin. That's how that shit started. And he wasn't even playing with it. He thought he was being righteous and shit. But his, like, desire for power gave us Vader. Ah, uh, that is correct. All right, so everybody, the the the, the Legion of Sith that, that's here <laughs> right now is the Legion on Zoom. Welcome back, uh, or welcome for the first time you're listening to this. Word. So this is, this. I'm Miguel, here with my boy Chez. We're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna break down everything. We're gonna share reactions to the Ahsoka trailer. Break down er, er, all the goodies there, and especially, obviously, go into heavy into the Star Wars Rebels uh, Easter eggs. Everything. I don't even know if it's Easter eggs per se, the proper term, because honestly, Ahsoka is gonna is a sequel to I would say, the Star Wars Rebels show. I would say it has a lot of callbacks as opposed to Easter eggs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like because even when she mentioned like the heir to the Empire, that's a callback like. Uh, to the original Thrawn trilogy in the books. Yes. Wasn't that like one of the titles? Yes, that's the first title. And obviously, we're going to dedicate a big chunk to today's episode to talking about Thrawn. Oh, my God. That we're getting finally a live-action Thrawn. We're all fucking excited about it, and we're going to tell you why you should be incredibly excited because this is finally, we're going to get the best, the second best next debater, pretty much villain in Star Wars lore. Like finally, he's gonna because who else? Like Kylo Ren? Come on, like he was okay, but he was like a whiny emo kid, you know? Like I don't know. Yeah, like, like he's super. He's super recent, anyway. Like yeah. I guess in like the grand scheme of things, you know. Like, I guess I think we're like in the whole history timeline of the universe. Humanity's like a blip. Like in the whole timeline of Star Wars, Kylo Ren is like a blip. You know what yes, I mean? Like, yes, you have exactly. Vader, Palpatine, exactly. a bunch of other Sith Lords. And also, by the way, one thing that lends itself to the fact that I might end up being a Sith is because I drink my coffee straight black. If you take your coffee straight black, that's a sign that you might lean towards the dark side. You're probably leaning a little bit towards the dark side. Yes. All right, Chaz, what did you think of the Ahsoka trailer? Just, just general feels, especially because you are 
the 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 you're the padawan right you're the you're the one that yeah. barely learning about star wars like heavy heart because i am fucking in it <laughs> i am deep in the lore of star wars so what did you think of the which is crazy because you went from like a not a star wars person then i forgot what was the first thing that you consumed i think what, what was it, what clone wars or clone wars. Shit? Like, yeah exactly and then you just went by our favorite system of measurement which is balls deep and oh. then jaws never came back i'm <laughs> like, in it i'm in balls deep right now exactly like like you never pulled out <laughs> <laughs> like i've like i've been into star wars on like the surface level for years you know like watch the movies stuff like that understood like the general lore who's who what's what this and the third but the whole, and I don't know why, but in my head, ever since I saw her name for the first time, I've never said Ahsoka. For some reason, I've said Ashoka. I don't know why. My <laughs> stupid brain swaps the S and the H, but. It's called dyslexia. But it's okay. Yeah, facts. <laughs> it's very, um, it's not acute. Acute means like it's it's very bad. What's the opposite of that? Well, acute means severe, uh-huh, or yeah, recent, severe, yeah. uh-huh. So yeah. acute is severe, uh-huh. But, but, so What's not the opposite severe? of acute? Um, mild, 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 yeah, mild dyslexia. <laughs> yeah, what is so only like two did. letters? <laughs> but uh, for some reason, I never got into Clone Wars because I found the animation extremely off-putting. Um, I don't know why. Like, they're just certain types of animation, like uh, in video games when they do like cell shading and that type of like Borderlands animation, or when it comes to cgi shit like the clone wars like i'm like it just it doesn't attract me but apparently the story is top notch so i was never introduced to ahsoka so this trailer was full of a bunch of shit that i know nothing about and i have <laughs> yeah. questions right yeah because that because exactly you, you said it completely correct because it's actually it's been about a little over a year because it was february of last year 2022 where I decided, like, let me watch Clone Wars, like, for real. Because I because I was the same way. Like, I thought the animation was, like, eh, okay. And and I was really into it, like, superficial. Well, no, I think right before that, like, or the year before, I think once Marvel uh, got the, you know, Disney, well, I mean, Marvel Comics started to make the new comic books of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, that started to get me into it. Like, I read Jason Aaron's run on the main Star Wars book. And then Charles Soule had a really great Darth Vader book. And that started to kind of really do it for me, but like not. But then when I got into Clone Wars, exactly. I think the animation at the beginning, I was like, bleh. But then now I fucking love the animation. And it really just made me, converted me, that one series, Clone Wars. It was an amazing thing. Because then after that, you get Star Wars Rebels. And in Star Wars Rebels, that's where I, me, for the very first time, got introduced Mm -hmm. to Thrawn. Because for everybody else, Thrawn is like this epic villain from the 90s that he's like... Super uh, obscure. Well, no, no. For Star Wars fans, people, everyone knows who Thrawn is. You know, if you're if you're a fan fan of Star Wars, you yeah. know, like like the, I mean, like for people like on my level, exactly, like on the surface yeah. level, he's obscure as fuck. No, uh-huh, obscure. It's like, okay. Uh, uh, but I got introduced to him in Star Wars Rebels, which then I loved him so much there that I was like, that's it. Um, and then I started reading the books and <laughs> I needed to consume yeah, nice. everything about Thrawn, man. And so, so yeah. So the Ahsoka trailer, as I was saying, it really is a sequel to Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, right? Because uh, Ahsoka's introduced really in Clone Wars. 
and she's Anakin's Padawan. Uh, and mm. and she's basically the second, you know, the como se dice, the sec co-star. Oh no, it's it's the leading actor and what's whatever, you know, because it's Anakin's story, obviously, but but it's Ahsoka's also really the main character almost in a way of Clone Wars, especially towards the oh, end. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I always thought the main characters were like Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, they were like they 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 are, but like it shifts as along the storyline. It's like it starts to shift. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay, it okay, does. Okay, gotcha. It starts to shift, and and especially we have um. So we because right because because it, it starts you know we see that she's the Padawan for Anakin right and this so the training so you know or tell me what do you have any specific questions or I give you just a little summary of her history that leads her to where she's at right now in the series. I mean, it just bugs me out just hearing the term Anakin's Padawan, considering what we all know happened with the actual younglings and Anakin in the temple. Yo, dude. No, honestly, this is why you need to watch Clone Wars. I really, really want you to watch Clone Wars and Rebels because what's cool about Clone Wars is that you're watching it knowing that it ends bad, you know? Like, you know like, that... this man is going to slaughter children. He's mm -hmm. basically the Jedi version of a school shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, that's horrible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. But let's not forget, like, how we were discussing last night, that Anakin is essentially the main character in Star Wars. It's not Luke. Definitely not Leia. It's actually Anakin who has one of the greatest fictional character story arcs of all fucking time. To the point time. that he slightly redeems himself from doing all that crazy shit. Right, right, exactly. Right, because right, we were saying that the other day offline, right? About how, like, yeah, because Anakin is the chosen one, supposedly, right? That was the whole idea behind who he was he was supposed to bring balance to the force but then he fell completely to the dark side and became darth vader but yet he's the one that killed palpatine you know uh, darth sidious uh uh in 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 return of the jedi right like so that's yeah. that's so he ends up redeeming himself you know thanks to his son right thanks to seeing luke and wanting not uh, wanting him not to die he de he decides to step up and and, and and actually bring balance to the force. It's a really long way to get to it, and it involved a lot of death, a he lot took the of things. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, so, if I'm not mistaken, uh, like after he kills Palpatine and all that shit happens, Anakin's Force Ghost is actually a Jedi. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So he does. Exactly. So we see that he redeems himself, right? Like in a way, yeah, like right? Full, yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, I get like I don't even like to use the term redeem because fuck he did a lot of crazy shit you know what I'm saying like like it almost kind of bothers me that like killing Palpatine totally balances the scales is like does it though oh my god oh my god I know I know it's weird but at least he's we see him right obviously yeah, as yeah, the yeah, force yeah, yeah. ghost in peace next to Yoda and and Obi Wan yeah, and yeah. so it's like, and even oh. Qui Gon Jinn no. Not in the not not in in the original episodes. No, not in not in that one. It's just it's just. Oh, okay, it was only three of them. Yeah, because yeah. I know the scene you're talking about, but in my head, for some reason, I remember seeing four people. Right, because Qui Gon appears as a Force ghost, uh, in Obi One in the series yeah, Obi One. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but so 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 that's that's this crazy story. So it's crazy to see Clone Wars 
because you know it's gonna ha is what's gonna develop stuff is gonna happen for him to start going more towards the dark side, right? And yeah. actually, stuff of that has to do a little bit with Ahsoka. Because actually, if you go, everybody should follow us on Instagram at Legion on Zoom, right? Especially there. Uh, uh, we also have a Twitter. Twitter's nasty. <laughs> Twitter is just it's just a lot of hate on Twitter. So I try we try I try to comment there, but but you can follow us there if you want to, but. Twitter yeah. exposes the true nature of humanity. Jesus. Humanity Christ. is a chaotic and hateful beast if left unchecked. For real. Chess, for... 2023. That's all. <laughs> exactly. Because if you go to our Legion on Zoom, I shared something that actually, well, I found this on Twitter, uh, you know, so there's not all bad shit on Twitter, of these images of Ahsoka using, because the trailer had her labeled as warrior, outcast, rebel, and Jedi. And I think that's really cool because it really tells her story from the from the animated series. Yeah. You know, because like, well, she's a warrior at the beginning, right? Because she's being trained by by, by Anakin. He's, she's a Padawan. She's a badass one, really uh, leveling up on the ranks. Uh, but as the series progresses, you know, and obviously, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, because I, I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, Chaz, because you saw The Mandalorian. When she appeared in The Mandalorian, she said she wasn't a Jedi. Right? Yeah, she's, I remember. She's, she's like, I'm not a Jedi. That's because in Clone Wars, like season fucking six or something, like way like towards the end, not end end completely. Um, there's this whole conspiracy thing that happens. I won't get into the details that Palpatine obviously is involved. That basically they they frame her uh, for stuff, and then she oh, and then no like and the Jedi don't really the Jedi Council don't really kind of believe her. And eventually she ends up and end up giving up. She's like, "Fuck all this, I'm out." And then she quits uh, uh, the 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 Jedi's because of all of that. Which obviously, then you can see with that brings a bi a bigger uh, you know reason. I mean, more pain for Anakin because Anakin yeah. took that very poorly. That that her his Padawan was like, "Fuck all you guys, I'm not gonna be a Jedi. Fuck this stupid shit, I'm out." And she kept the lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she kept the lightsabers, obviously. And she, so then she became an outcast, you know, and she was yeah. doing her own thing. Uh, then eventually in Star Wars Rebels, uh, uh, we see her that then, you know, after wanting, because at the end of Clone Wars, obviously it ends with all the Jedis dying. <laughs> Order 66 is enacted uh, uh, and Ahsoka is able to escape because Ahsoka is still involved. It's to some degree she's helping Mandalore against Darth Maul and shit. It's awesome, yeah. awesome story. Um, uh, But she ends up, like, going and hiding afterwards. But then in Star Wars Rebels, we see that she returns to help the, the you know, the Rebels, that she starts helping people, you know. But didn't Darth Maul die at the end of the first prequel? Bro. Bro. I mean, like, like, I've heard stories, like, I've read very lightly that he didn't die, supposedly. Like, he got rescued by his brother or some shit like Bro. that. Like, the yellow and black dude. Bro, I don't you know, have I don't know what to watch Clone Wars. Uh, uh, they're, uh, I should know this. They're from Dathomir, which you're you're playing Fallen Order. You're going to go to Dathomir. That's one ah, of the planets okay. you get to travel yeah. to. Uh, uh, what, what, what race is he? This is going to kill me. But you need... Uh huh. Why you look that up? Now that Sabrak. you mentioned my foray, Sabrak. Ah, Sabrak. Okay. Uh huh. Now that you Boy. mentioned my foray into Fallen Order, I don't understand why that fucking game is the only medium where every strong fucking trooper is basically Green Arrow or Hawkeye. <laughs> These motherfuckers couldn't hit the broadside of a boat in the movies. In the game, they're all 
elite level sharpshooters to the point that I had to take the game difficulty down from Jedi Master to Jedi Knight. Oh, lame. <laughs> you have to brought it down. <laughs> It's no, not I... on sto- it's not on story mode, all right. And I'm I'm upset that that game doesn't have like a middle difficulty setting because it's only four, as opposed to three or five. So it's like I'm on two out of four, which is weird. I've never seen a game mm. that doesn't have like a middle of the road difficulty. You only have two easy or two hard. Damn, let me check out when we're done. I, I want to go check. I don't remember what level i i played it at the level that the game gave it to me from the beginning i didn't change anything difficulty wise that's what i, know. I think I, I think that might be jedi knight because that's like oh, the okay. second one from the basic one okay all right well not too bad you went higher than what you were supposed to young padawan and so now you went yeah, back down facts, to facts. keep training yeah no exactly every stormtrooper there is fucking good they like they don't miss like what the fuck exactly yeah and that's actually kind of funny because in, in Star Wars Rebels, they actually make a joke about that because uh, one of the clones that didn't fall uh, to the programming of of, clone, uh, of Order 66, blah, 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 Rex and other. It's super cool. Uh, the point is uh, there's this episode where um, the clones are, you know, there's a few clones and Ahsoka and I remember who else are fighting against stormtroopers. And so they it's something happened that the clones had to put on stormtrooper uh helmets on yeah and they started to miss <laughs> they couldn't shoot <laughs> and they're like i can't see anything with these stupid new helmets and they, they took him off and so because the clone helmet the clone trooper helmets were better but the stormtrooper yeah. helmets are bad <laughs> so yeah. that's that's why that's i'm trying did. to solve that sh- it was shitty helmet design this whole time okay exactly. allegedly no but you should watch clone wars because in clone wars we were we find out that darth maul didn't die darth maul is a Big, big piece of Clone Wars. Huge, huge, huge. Like he's he's in it, like the a good chunk of the series. Like either half of it or or a little bit more than half. Like it's huge. And like because especially the last season really is about like Ahsoka versus Darth Maul. It's ah, so fucking cool. Got it. Wait, um, I feel like at times Star Wars likes to punch a lot of holes in the in the Sith um law of two because I feel like this been rule of two multiple yeah yeah the rule of because I feel like there's been multiple Sith Lords at the same time. Would I be wrong in saying that? Uh-huh. I think Palpatine started to change that I think a little bit because Palpatine had tech unless because the thing is Palpatine is the best fucking Sith Lord ever. Like he achieved oh. No, yeah, no, so yeah, so he's the Sith Lord. So there's supposed to be two, a master and an apprentice. And the point is, is like one to have the power and one to covet it. And then that's that's the plan. And then yeah. and, and then the goal is that once the once the apprentice reaches a certain level, needs he to challenge, kills the master. Yeah, kills the master, then becomes the master, right? And so that's actually what started by Darth Bane. Awesome. Uh, I read I read the Darth Bane trilogy so fucking good. It's awesome. I've heard the name. It's so cool. And so yeah, because before the Sith were like an army, there was a lot of Sith, like the Jedi's, like there were just uh, so many of them. They had schools and shit. And so Darth Bane was like, fuck this. It has to be two. And so, but Palpatine, Palpatine had, he was the apprentice of, of Darth Plagueis, uh, uh, who had. That's the one, know, um, that's the one that uh, was able to master the forces of life and death, right? Uh-huh. That, that, yeah. He, he, he wasn't The infamous able, story? Sort of, like he was, he was. 
he studied that a lot. Like Darth Plagueis still died. Like you know, uh, uh, uh you know, Palpatine killed him, but he was able. He was studying all of that. He he did make advancements on how to kind of reanimate people and stuff like that. It was it was insane. Shit. I know, I know, it's fucking crazy. And but then once Palpatine became the master, um, it it seems because then he had Darth Maul. Darth Maul was his like first real apprentice. But then Count Dooku became an apprentice too. But I think Count Dooku maybe doesn't count or well, but then Darth Maul died. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, he thought he was dead, you know, in Clone Wars, you know, Palpatine realizes that he's alive and and then kind of approaches him again. But like we had Count Dooku for a while. But honestly, I think I think Palpatine in his mind, honestly, for a long time, like, well, we know this, like he he wanted Anakin. He was fucking with Anakin to make bring him to the dark side. So he was preparing him to be his apprentice. I think the other ones were just uh, a means to an end pawns that he knew were going to die eventually and he wasn't because that's he was fucking super expert level strategic person a la Thrawn. uh so, something like that yeah exactly yeah yeah see i'm just trying to interconnection yes yeah no no but that's why palpatine loved Thrawn and you know made him a grand admiral but we're getting ahead of ourselves right and so yeah so because then what happens in rebels right with rebels we see that ahsoka is helping the 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 rebels and all that stuff and so what's really cool though in Star Wars Rebel we get introduced to these specific group of rebels based on Lothal which is an outer rim planet and we get basically the story it's the story of Ezra Bridger who's this force sensitive kid uh uh, uh that not to then... be confused with Ezra Miller no God no God no nada que ver no, nothing like <laughs> Ezra Miller like the dark flash <laughs> he would be a sith yo oh sith lord man. no Fuck. it's agent of chaos man oh my god so we we have it's the story of ezra bridger he ends up getting getting found by one of like a surviving uh 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 jedi uh um uh uh jerris wait why did i just lose his name I feel he was my favorite, uh, my favorite fucking, uh, I cried so much with his story. Like, it's such, how do I not, Kanan Jarrus, but yeah, but, but what's his Kanan? Yeah, Kanan, what, so I wanted to say, I think his real name, I don't remember, Caleb Doom. All right, 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 Caleb Doom. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So he's found by, the, this is a Jedi who escaped, and he trains them, and he's part of a rebel group in Lothal. Because this is when, back in the day, when they're just small rebel groups you know they're they're yeah. not a whole organization right they're not an alliance a faction yeah uh-huh. exactly so they're just that and then the this rebel group consists of him kanan jerris uh the jedi uh uh savine wren who's a mandalorian who we see in the in the trailer who's the the, the you know the asian looking uh, yeah. uh with the little mandalorian helmet uh we have hera syndulla uh, who's which like an, her helmet is off, which kind of shows us that she's not one of the religious zealots. Exactly, seen no. in the Mandalorian. Actually, she's no, she's not part of Death Watch. Exactly, no, about that that order, no. And and so we have we have we have her. We have Ferris and Dula, who's a, who's the pilot. It's a great pilot, and so we see her too as well. There, she's also kind of like the captain of the rebels, really, of that group. Uh, Who kind of uh, made me realize that I'm attracted to green women. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> she's pretty. Actually, what's kind of cool for the series, this Ahsoka series, live action Harrison Dula is played by Owen McGregor, Owen Obi Wan Kenobi's wife. Really? Yeah. Wait. Now, what's her name? Oh, okay. I was gonna. Yeah, I was about to say wait, her her name is Owen McGregor and her husband name is Ewan McGregor. Like, wait, what? No, no, no. So she's Mary Elizabeth Winstead is playing ah. Kara Syndulla, and she's um she's uh Obi Wan's wife. Ooh, that's epic. Like Owen McGregor. <laughs> They're both making that uh Star Wars monies. Star Wars money. Oh yeah, man. like I, like I, like I'm sensing a pattern. You know, like her, she Hulk. Like I have a I have a green skin fetish. <laughs> I like, wrong with that, bro. <laughs> I like orcish women. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, her, like, whatever, Lady Shrek from, from the Shrek film. I don't, I don't know her Max. name was. Fiona. Fiona. Fiona before she transforms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have, uh, so these are all characters from the, from Star Wars Rebels, you know, and also in Star Wars Rebels, we get introduced to Thrawn. Okay, he's the main villain in Star Wars Rebels. And so, Spoiler alert, right? So obviously the Star Wars Rebels ends with uh, uh, Ezra Bridger epically thwarting Thrawn and then basically kind of sacrificing himself. And he basically takes this big ass spaceship and goes into like, um, you know, into como si say, hyperspace uh, without any like coordinates. And it's like by it's like this whole complicated thing, like some awesome like. Uh, uh, animals, space animals. It's like space whales that can take you through, yeah. almost he said, through hyperspace. Um, and using them, he takes the ship with Thrawn in it, himself in it, and they and they leave and never to be seen again. Like that's how the now, the, the now, series ends. You, as a doctor and an accomplished scholar, would you like to take a stab at explaining the math and mechanics behind hyperspace travel? Oh my God! No, no, I am far removed. Not a <laughs> At this point, I know as much as you about the. I don't know. Oh my I, God! I need to know how a hyperspace drive works, and I need you to tell me. All right, so we'll do some research about that, and we'll look into that for the next episode. We'll get into that. We're gonna read fucking theoretical physics, <laughs> just for you guys, for the legionnaires, so we can explain. Facts. All right, so that's basically it. That's basically the story of Ahsoka from Clone Wars to Rebels. You know, where like that's how it ends. Uh, Ezra Bridger disappears. Uh, everybody's devastated by the loss of Ezra. You know, uh, but they're happy for the, those that survived. Um, and and it, so what? But that's why it's exciting that in 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 Mandalorian when we get introduced to Ahsoka, she's hunting Thrawn. Because she wants to find where Ezra is. So it seems mm. that she probably heard that Thrawn was back. And so wants to find Thrawn because she knows that the last time Ezra was seen was with Thrawn. And so that's why also in this trailer, we see Which that. Which that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So Which I'm calling it now. That. I'm calling it now. Thrawn has Ezra on his ship imprisoned in some wild, crazy way. Or Ooh. or that already happened a while back, and he's tortured him to the point that he's some other shit. You know what I mean? Oh no! Calling it. That dude is not okay. That dude is not coming back the same way he left. I like. Honestly, well, I yeah, will see, man. We'll see. 
shit man yeah yeah and so so that's that's basically the story of ahsoka that's kind of the background you i'm sure when you jump in i i, I did see interviews with dave filoni who's like leading all of this about how like you don't need the background like they'll, they'll obviously they'll explain it to you in a way for you yeah. to just be able to watch the show uh, uh without needing anything in the background but it obviously helps if you watch clone wars and rebels to really appreciate all these details like if you go online you'll see many many people are super excited to have seen chopper the fucking little fucking astromech droid that's with fucking with with harrison doulets this little thing with hands it's like this orange and like yellow little yeah. was astromech he's one of the best droids ever he was awesome in star wars rebel he's an asshole he's just he's just <laughs> he's he's a jerk he's chaotic as fuck like it's it's he has such a strong personality and, and it's like it's an astromech no so like r2d2 right that he doesn't speak yeah. It's just like the beeps and boops and stuff, you know? Um, so it's super fucking cool to see. So you should watch Star Wars Rebels so you could feel that joy that I felt when I saw a chopper on live, on live fucking action. Which also, um, while we're on the topic of droids, I just want to say that after seeing the droid from Fallen Order, uh, Knowing the classic droids, you know, the OGs, R2-D2 and C-3PO. And then hearing about this new asshole droid, which I can't wait to interact with. Yes. I hate the signature droid from, like, the new trilogy. What was it, like, BB-2 or some shit like that? Uh, BB-2, right? Uh -huh. Or BB-8, I think. I, I BB fucking forgot. Right, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Some shit like that. I've learned that that droid sucks. Yeah, BB-8, yeah. <laughs> you why do why do why, why, it's kind of it's a cute droid like it doesn't do much. I don't know, though. but like compared to every single droid that I just named before BB-8, he sucks. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. They suck. I don't know. I'm using all the pronouns just in case. <laughs> Good. I'm the very very woke of you, bro. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> and also, honestly, it may be a result because this is a droid. That got created in the New Republic era, right? In the in an era of mm. peace and shit, you know, and uh, you know before like the First Order start to came but came back up, and you know, yeah, fair to, enough. So so that's why that you know the for good droids you needed the Republic and Empire era. They made Facts. good droids. <laughs> Facts. The conflict inspires better droid design. Exactly. One hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. And so that's 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 why I'm incredibly excited about the Ahsoka trailer, right? Because it's 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 real. It's gonna be a, a sequel to all these shows. It's it's basically it would almost be a trilogy for Ahsoka in a way, because like if you have Clone Wars as her first part, then we have Rebels as the second, and then we'll have Ahsoka the series yeah. as a third piece to that. Um, there, there was one thing that I was kind of curious about from the trailer. Uh, what's up with the orange lightsabers? Because usually. For the Jedi, it's either, you know, blue, green, or white. If you're Sith, you get red. Boom. There is no change in hue. What's up with these orange lightsabers? Apparently, you make them red for the Siths. You make them red from, like, your... Yeah, with, like, a corrupted and... kyber crystals, right? Uh -huh, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I don't know what the deal with the orange one. Actually, um... What was it? I think, I, I, I think they I like saw... Dark Jedi's or some shit like that. Like right. So because that's the other thing. So there's this whole other group of Jedi's called well, not it's a, not a whole group, but it's like there's people who are Dark Jedi's who are neither really they're not Sith. They're not Sith at all. Like they're not about the dark side like that. 
But the whole point of the Dark Jedi is really people who were like, who were kind of trained in the Je- in, in the Jedi ways a little bit, but then they're like, fuck this. This isn't for me. And I'm going to use my Jedi powers for me. Like, just, I'm just going to be selfish and not use them for like. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. And so their dark Jedis exist. You know, some of them are more likely to go towards the dark side fully, right? And become Sith. Of course. It sounds like that would be like the natural course. Yeah. But it, it depends on how level of training, right? How much do they know and that kind of stuff. And so we don't know if those two that were shown, are they Sith Lords, right? Or are they dark Jedis? Yeah, because uh, they both had orange lightsabers, right? I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it's just weird because I've never seen that color lightsaber before. They're either, like I said, um, from what I know, please correct me if I'm wrong, green, blue, or white for Jedi, and then just red for Sith. Yeah, no, I'm not really sure exactly what that or, or means. Or purple. Purple, purple, have, uh, right. Mace, Mace Windu. Windu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I actually think it might just be whatever. Like I think it might depend on the Kyber crystal you get and, and the kind of color you know that because i actually i'm not really quite sure if you're listening if you're a much bigger star wars nerd than we are uh, uh please send us a message dm us uh or email at legion on zoom at gmail uh so nice. we can improve our knowledge of the colors of hybrid crystals for for lightsabers yeah you incels enlighten us <laughs> uh all right, so so what do you think about all that? That's that's basically the background for the Ahsoka series. Uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, like, it all sounds great. It's all super awesome. It flows with the shit I already know, so, like, it all fits together perfectly. Um, it's obviously... All this shit takes place before the current trilogy that we just saw, right? Before Kylo Ren. Way before. Yeah, way before. Way, way before. before. Yeah. Now... The one thing that I find interesting is that the Empire is known for being xenophobic as fuck. So they're probably like kind of racist, anti-LGBTQ, all that shit. All that shit. Yeah. The Empire is like the far right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real. <laughs> they share the same color. Uh, and um, But the interesting thing is that Thrawn is an alien. Yep. Right. So that's the other obviously huge thing about this, right? That we're going to get our live action Thrawn. But like I said, like, got introduced in Star Wars Rebels in canon Star Wars lore. Uh, uh, and he's, that's what's, so that really shows you how impressive he is, right? That in this big xenophobic Max. empire, an alien, and not just any alien, he's Chiss, which they're from the unknown regions of, of the galaxy. It's like uh, a bad neighborhood. It's like the Bronx of the galaxy. Exactly. He's from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and so despite all of that, right, like Palpatine was like saw some fucking epicness in him and he just moved up the ranks and became a grand admiral, which is like the top, the the, the biggest uh, the, you know, title that you can reach in within the, the military. Two things. I was going to touch on that for a second because I've noticed like in the bit of research I was doing on Thrawn before um, we started recording that. That's thrown around a lot that he's a grand admiral. So, like, I wonder what exactly is the ranking structure of the empire? Because obviously, there's the top dude at the, at the top. Who wait? Who would it be? Palpatine or would yes, it, yeah, because or would it he... be that other dude from the current trilogy? What's his name? The dude who's all scarred up and shit. Well. Well, no, those are way separate things, right? So, we, one we have is the Empire time, and then we have the New Republic. Then, within the New Republic, we had uh, Snoke, 
was yeah, trying. Yeah, Snoke, yeah. But in the last movie, we end up finding out that Snoke was really being controlled by Palpatine, by, by oh, a clone, yeah, a clone of that. Palpatine. And, and so it was still Palpatine. Yeah, but within the, the proper, you know, the, the sequels were okay. But like, you know, within the Republican and Empire era, it was Palpatine, right? Palpatine was Supreme Chancellor of the Republic. Yeah. And then he became the emperor of the empire, right? Yeah. And so then. But then under the him, top. you have Vader. Let's say for like, let's use that structure because you could say Darth Maul, whatever the fuck. So yeah, you yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. at the top, the emperor. Then you have his, his dark Padawan, for lack of a better term, quote unquote. Then under that, you would have the Grand Admiral or would there yes. be people in between? So uh... he's third in line in the empire. That's wild. Pretty much. And there's several Grand Admirals. There's several Grand Admirals. Ah. And, and I think it gets comp. I think it, there probably has to be like a flow chart because you have like, yes, you have it's 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 the Supreme Chancellor. It's the Emperor. Yeah, that's exactly it's, what I'm talking about. Like, Pal- it's, flow chart. it's Palpatine. Then yeah, obviously his second in command is obviously. Well, not because the thing is, it's like Vader wasn't in command of the Empire, though. Right. But everybody had to do whatever he said. So he would just he because he's like the the fist of of Palpatine, right? Like See, I, I always thought that Vader was the second in command to the Emperor, because if you think about it, who the fuck does Vader answer to? No, no, that's true. That's true. He doesn't answer to anybody, exactly. But I mean, just in terms of like, but he wasn't looking at the day-to-day political stuff and building like, the Empire, you know? The like, minutia. Where are these reports? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's not like thinking of things like that. It's more like Palpatine tells him to do something, he does it, but he's the most powerful one, of course. And so it is, it's kind of like second in command. And then we have the Grand Admirals, and then we also have the Moths. Yeah, um, like the Grand Moths. Yeah, I had the Moths, not the Grand Moths. And so the Grand Moths, I think, from my understanding, they're kind of like the 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 senators. They're called senators, but they're like the president of the of a given world. They're like the king of a world, the president of a world. So they're like the senators of the empire. Uh huh. Exactly. And so gotcha. okay. some of them have also high, um, you know, uh, uh, rank. Power. No, not not, oh, not, okay. not not for not force ability. No, none of them have force abilities. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the only people who have force abilities are the Sith and the Jedi, and that's it. Okay, got it. Yeah, because I was kind of thrown off by Moff Gideon having the dark saber in the Mandalorian. Like in my right. head, I was like, he has a dark saber, so he must have some type of force ability. But okay, I was wrong. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. This is why also you should watch Clone Wars because that's where we get introduced to the dark saber. Yeah, because the dark saber is this whole Mandalore thing. Uh, yeah. It was it, it was wielded, I think, once by a Jedi Mandalore, a Mandalore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was gonna say that it was like the only Mandalorian Jedi. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was like he had met armor under his robes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> With the uh, helmet on at all times. Yeah, but no, that's separate. Yeah, because Moff Gideon doesn't have any 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 force powers at all or anything like ah, that. Okay, okay. Neither does Thrawn. Thrawn has no powers at all, other than being a badass <laughs> and being extremely handsome. Even yes. for a blue dude, he he has like the exaggerated Giga Chad face, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his hair is sleek as fuck. That yeah, is man, high maintenance dude. Cannot wait to see him in live action, which is gonna it's exciting because he's gonna get played by Lars Mikkelsen, uh, uh, who who's he's he's a famous actor. Like he's done other stuff. Like let me see what other stuff has he's done besides. Because what's very, very exciting is that he was the voice actor for Thrawn in Rebels. Uh, yeah, I heard that in a YouTube video. Um, didn't they show his face at that Star Wars celebration thing? They did, man. They Which did. I'm actually going to look that up right now myself. 
Yeah, I've seen that already. And it doesn't, it looks okay. It looks, uh, everybody said it looks really good when it happened, like when they saw it live. The crappy low res photos floating around in the internet are okay. They're they're okay. It's it's him. It's Lars Milkerson with a blue face, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Okay, cool. Like, I'm not finding the actual image on Google Images. I'm just seeing a bunch of the shit from Rebels. But yeah, I can see it because I see the actor's face. So yeah, if you slap some blue on him, I totally see it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, uh, so so that's what's exciting about him uh, about coming back and and seeing all this. And so for Thrawn, you know, for people who may not obviously not know who he is, he's honestly the biggest threat like in the Star Wars universe that there is right now. You know, now obviously Vader's dead, and and so there's no Palpatine's not there anymore, and and so Thrawn is. There's nobody that's gonna be able to challenge. The, the good guys, the, the the Republic, like Thrawn is. And so Thrawn, the way I like to think of him, Thrawn is basically like a, like a Sherlock Holmes, uh, uh, but like yeah. evil in a way, but he's not really evil. That's what's also really cool about Thrawn, what I love about him, because he's more like authoritarian. Like he's not, he really wants order. Like he really, really wants order in, 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 in the galaxy. And so, but he's willing to do it in any way possible, right? Like Palpatine so he's pragmatic was, more than anything. Oh my god, incredibly pragmatic. Gotcha. Which I'm a fan of. <laughs> yes. So that's why I really was super interested in this character watching him in Rebels because I was like, I'm like, I because he's kind of he's kind of nice sometimes. So he's a, he's a, he's very good. Everybody that works under him loves him because he's very <laughs> like he's super like he gives a praise when praise is needed. Like he's not he doesn't rule like Vader or or Palpatine like with fear. I right? I imagine like in the bureaucracy of the Empire, they do like surveys and shit like about your supervisor. <laughs> Thrawn gets like high ass markings. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I want a series about the bureaucracy in Star Wars like they've shown in the Mandalorian. That's what I want to see. The inner workings, I want to see the Slack channels in a galaxy far far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everybody's going to be just being giving good high praise for Thrawn. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's awesome. Like, it is. Like, I would it's... work for the Empire at that point, you know what I mean? I wouldn't want to do it under Vader doing some shit, you know, like I'm just <laughs> What's that uh Dr. Evil phrase when he's like you henchman and vigorously pressing buttons acting like you're doing something? I don't want to be doing that shit and then I get force choked out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so see, Thrawn, Thrawn's not like that at all, man. So he does command the respect of his of his crew and, and like genuine loyalty, which is dangerous. Genuine loyalty. It's, oh, it's, that's exactly it. Especially within the context here of the Empire, right? That we like like people believe in him, you know, and like Maybe. really have the loyalty versus like with Palpatine. Palpatine also did a lot of scheming stuff, right? And a lot of lies and a lot of propaganda, right? About the Jedi are bad and this is why you need an empire and like an incredible plan. But he lied to everybody, right? And then he was charming in his way, but but it was a whole other thing. And then obviously with, with Vader, it's like ruling with fear, you know? Yeah. It's like, don't fuck with me. I'm going to fucking kill you, right? Like, well, I mean, but, like, they are Sith as where Thrawn yeah, isn't. Course. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. I think that probably has a lot to do with it. Where he's like, listen, I just want peace. This is the most efficient way of doing it. So right. this is the side I'm going to side with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, I believe in the Empire. I see that. I I, I see the the what we can achieve through bringing this kind of force throughout. People won't like he it. Sees, but... He sees the best and the worst. Yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. 
It's super fascinating. And so what's really cool about Thrawn is so then because he was introduced in the 90s. So this is stuff I actually had no idea about. Like this is before the before the 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 prequels. All right. So there oh, was, yeah, yeah, way before. Yeah, like right like in the nineties, like there was yeah. like no Star Wars like stuff, you know. Yeah, going I, be- on. I believe what I heard from the videos I was watching on YouTube that it was ten years after the third movie from the original um trilogy, which is what uh Return of the Jedi, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was ten years after that. But also ten years before the first prequel, yeah. So it was in this weird gray area where nothing was pumping out. An argument could be made that it was because maybe there was like the crack epidemic happened on in the nineties. <laughs> Society hey. was borderline falling apart, so yeah, maybe man. there was no time to make some more <laughs> shit. But that's when he was introduced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably stuff was happening at that during that time. You know, that's a good point. Think about historically. The Rodney King. Of the United States. Oh my God! Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. yes, yeah, exactly. Rodney King, because this came out in '91, I think. When was the Rodney King? That was '91 too, right? I believe so. Just Google Rodney King beating. Yeah, so it came out May 1991. It came out, so I think the beating came after this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was a very. Uh, I hope I'm using the right term for this tumultuous time in America. <laughs> oh, it was in March '91 when that Damn! happened. So a couple Yo, months look at before. fucking connecting the dots. Yo, who is Pepe Sylvia? <laughs> but exactly. This is the era they were. This is the context. This is a turmoil. People need Star Wars to try to bring people together, man. Facts. This and is so, what people listen to us for this shit right here. <laughs> and so this during that context, right? That's when Timothy Son wrote the next trilogy that was basically this was basically the sequel to the movies. All right. And so he wrote uh, uh, it's three movies. It's Heir to the Empire. The whole trilogy is really called either the Thrawn tr- trilogy or the Heir to the Empire kind of trilogy. But yeah. it's Heir to the Empire, the first book. And then uh, Dark Force Rising is the next one. And then let me let me let me look. I should probably know this off the top of my head. What is the trilogy? The names of the books. I only know the first the name of the first and the last book is in uh, Heir to the Empire. Then the third one is The Last Command. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So it's Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last yeah, Command. Yeah. Yes. And so what happens there is that's when we it's literally it's like it's a sequel. It's now it's the it's start. It has Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, all of them. Han and Luke, Han and Han and Leia are married at this point, and yeah. she's pregnant with twins. Ooh. Exactly. And so apparent so yet yeah, this trilogy picked off really the expansion of the Star Wars universe in in book format and in comic books at that time too and other stuff that really grew a lot of things that some of it was seen in in the movies and some pieces have been brought up uh have been pulled into the canon so because I mean shit that was Kylo Ren she was pregnant with but I didn't know Kylo Ren had a sibling or did I miss something from the movie no so in the movies that's that's a lot of people didn't like that too because in the movies she only had one kid and but in the ah, book okay yeah, too. Right. But also, though, because I don't know if you know, because there's a difference between Star Wars Legends and Star Wars canon. Yeah, because Legends is non-canon. I learned that recently, which that shit just irked me. Like, then why though? I hate when there exists a ton of shit that's non-canon. What's the point? And I don't mean like fan fiction and shit like that, because that's just a fandom doing its thing. No, but when uh-huh. it's officially published shit, like, what? No, but that's because that happened when Disney bought Lucasfilm. 
That's yeah, what happened. Cherry pick. Like, no, well, no, not cherry pick. No, they everything. So they only so when Lucas when Disney bought Lucasfilm, we already had the Star Wars expanded universe was already a big thing that started yeah, pretty much with this book with the with the Heir to the Empire trilogy, the Thrawn yeah. trilogy. It really started that off, and there were so many books, so much stuff that came out of that. But then when Disney bought it, Disney said that now this expanded universe is not canon. And like erased it except for the movies. They said the movies are canon. And now anything that now Disney publishes is canon. And so it got it basically like reset the universe for Star Wars fans. You ah, know? Gotcha. So basically they this like they got rid of Thrawn. And so everybody was like, whoa, fuck, like Thrawn is gone now. Like Thrawn doesn't exist in the proper because then, you know, we had the, you know, the, the like, for instance, the sequels and, yeah, yeah. And, and all these other things that have come out that everybody's like, shit, like, well, I don't know. Like, exactly. Like, well, we know in the in the in the in the in the Legends universe, Leia had twins and one of them became evil uh, and, and went to the dark side. And so but now we see in canon. They only had one, one kid, and, yeah. and he became, uh, you know, to the dark. He he went to the dark side, no, and so that's that's why it happened. That's that's because Disney was like, "Fuck all that, we're doing our own thing moving forward." But yeah. now they're trying to grab, I think, some of the good things from there. What they which was the about. whole point of Rebels on the low, if you think about it. Like an argument could be made that they made Rebels because that came out after Disney bought Lucasfilm, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So a long time after. Yeah. yeah. So like an argument could be made that they made Rebels just to bring back Throne because they recognize the potential of the character. Aha, uh-huh. perhaps. Exactly. No, but I don't but I, in among other things too, exactly. But yeah, so that was very exciting to see that. And also what's really cool, they also now it's in its it's official. Then they asked Timothy Son, who created Thrawn in that original trilogy, to write another trilogy in canon. And I I read that book, those three books too. They're so fucking good. And so basically, like, how awesome is that, right? For the writer, the guy who created Thrawn, he's given the chance to, all right, create him again for now this new universe, basically, of Star Wars stories. I fucking love it when companies slash studios do things that make sense. Because, you know, like, for some fucking reason, we've discussed this before, executives and producers love to do shit that's not what the fans are saying to do. Right. So like so right. it's like I feel like there they were like, yeah, how about we get the guy that created the character to create the character? They could have gotten <laughs> some random motherfucker who just read like you know what I'm saying? Like right, I exactly. love when they no. do the right thing. I love it. I like because like everybody loved Thrawn. Like Thrawn is like uh like everyone loves fucking Thrawn. And they're like, because Timothy Son wrote him so fucking well. And yeah, so just by the, and then I read the the new trilogy, the canon trilogy. And what's cool too is that it's obviously super different than because Heir to the Empire is set in the New Republic era, right? So it's after yeah. everybody, you know, the New Republic was made and Vader died and all that. And it's him, you know, pulling the, the Empire together, what's left to kind of bring order back to the to the to yeah. the galaxy, right? But in the new trilogy, what we got in the new trilogy was basically an origin story of Thrawn, which was so cool. And it's so it's set uh, in the um, at the early stages of the Empire. It's like, how does Thrawn, uh, uh, you know, how does how does this Chiss from the unknown region get 
to Coruscant and meet Palpatine and then become like go up the ranks. And so it's a story about how does he go up the ranks to Grand Admiral and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's super cool. It's so good. I mean, it's so good. I, like you have to respect the dude because it's like he came up to one of the top spots in an extremely xenophobic faction, mm-hmm. which is wild. Like he's on that Thanos shit. Like he's inevitable. Yeah, and like those books are so cool because it's like it's very much like all this very political stuff, and and you can see like you all the other uh, uh people in the military and and in the empire they're like xenophobic. They're all like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, look at this fucking alien yeah. and shit. Then of course this blue Smurf bastard. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then once he's a badass and he does like these epic things, everybody's like, oh shit, oh okay, exactly. <laughs> like oh. And damn. I'm gonna utter a sentence that has not been said probably many times throughout history at all. Props to Palpatine for, <laughs> for for seeing beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah, he could have yeah. been like, no, fuck this dude. But Palpatine is like, he's so evil that he understands that being like a racist, for lack of a better term, um, is pointless. Like, yo, you're talented. Get over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, not that he's real. doing that widespread, but he recognizes an undeniable motherfucker when he meets one, even if it's not a human. Exactly. 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 Man, I'm excited to see Thrawn in live action. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm telling you, like, uh, like I, I don't know, because that what's kind of cool, because the Thrawn that we saw in Rebels and the Thrawn from the from the canon books are set in the Empire time, you know, because yeah. Rebels is all about, you know, being Rebels against the Empire. But now that we're going to see him in this like Mandoverse type of uh, uh, world, right, like with Ahsoka set in the new republic era that seems we might be able to get like a thrawn that's more similar to the heir to the empire thrawn which is they're, they're both the same though but it's like we, we you know because right now in what we've seen him in rebels he's still a grand just the grand admiral responding to palpatine right like yeah. but in heir to the empire he's he, he's a top guy like nobody he doesn't answer to anybody right and so it seems like now in Ahsoka, he's gonna be the top dog too again, right? Like who he now makes sense. Like, he's ascended. No yeah. And I don't know. Are you watching Man- Man- Mandalorian right now? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm only like maybe an episode or two behind, which oh. I'm probably gonna catch up today after we're done with this episode. But yeah, I'm definitely watching it. It's been it's felt a little bit all over the place. Uh, but like it's it's odd, like. This show, even though this season has felt a bit messy, you still enjoy it just because it's so well done. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. I'm not loving this season. It's still, it's been a little bit like, yeah, like, where is the story going? But this last episode, though, like, it's the second to last episode was really fucking good. It sets up a lot of cool things. And not, not the, a lot of people think that Thrawn will appear in the finale of season of, 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 of Thrawn because of this of Mandalorian, because in this last episode, they did mention Thrawn again. And we see there's this, uh, what is it called? Like an inner council or shadow council. There's the shadow council of remaining Grand Admirals and Grand and Moffs, a meeting, oh, and they mention Thrawn and what was really cool about this episode too that they introduced us the the uh, general P- uh, Paleon, who he's Admiral Thrawn's second in command. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was in the Air to Empire books and he came out in the in the trilogy, the new trilogy too, to, to in the second the th- and third book. And so that was cool. We got our live action Paleon, and he's all for like he's like Thrawn will come back. Don't worry, he's he's on his way. Like it's 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 like oh they're building it up. 
That's awesome. I can't wait. I hope he appears. That'd be fucking super dope. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be awesome, and we'll see what ends up happening. Actually, because with, with that, I think it's going to lead to something super big because uh, at Star Wars Celebration, uh, uh, they announced movies. They announced what are the new movies, and they're, they're, they, they're going to make three new Star Wars movies. Uh, uh, we'll get into those, but I think one yeah, of the yeah, ones... Yeah, I heard that news, yeah. One of the ones that was uh, more relevant to what we're talking about right now is that Dave Filoni is going to make a, a, a Star Wars uh, movie who he's Dave Filoni was kind of he's basically yeah. George Lucas's Padawan like he trained basically <laughs> him and and like he helped a lot with Clone Wars he was really the main guy producing and, and helping write directing Clone Wars and Rebels and he's been involved with Mandalorian oh that's dope and so he's heavily involved with Ahsoka I think he's like the main director uh and now he's gonna be in, he's gonna do his first film and apparently the way he said it is that the film is going to basically wrap up everything he's been doing with like the Mandalorian and all these kinds of things. And so I feel his movie will go all the way to like, um, like it'll be like an epic battle against Thrawn or something at the end, like in a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's probably going to be like a whole bunch of like epic uh, naval shit, you know, like space barge fighting and shit. Just a bunch of fucking like X-wing and Tie fighters and all that crazy shit. Because right. essentially, like that's where like he shines, right? He's like a giant. Uh, I want to say. I was about to make up a word like strategician. That's not a thing. As like a <laughs> strategist. Strate- strategist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. And you know right. what? He he probably is a fucking statistician too. When you think about it, because to me, <laughs> that's strategic. You got to focus statistics on some level. <laughs> right my brain trying to combine the twins in one word yeah man <laughs> so, no so that's exciting about that so we'll see i like that so then that for me that means that we're gonna get plenty of thrawn that they're building him up we're gonna start getting a lot more of him and i really do hope they really show off like how fucking epic he is and and i do agree because if they're gonna eventually defeat thrawn i'm like i think they have to defeat him in a movie like it has to be oh, a yeah. big fucking like budget like, I want the whole fucking thing, man. Which is also kind of interesting that they're going like the, if he appears in The Mandalorian, they're going the opposite of the MCU route where they're introducing the major villain in a show as opposed to the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're right. Which is a very interesting dynamic. But hey, yeah. yo, fucking, we'll see how it goes. I just find it kind of interesting that, like, for the first time, I'm involved in a bunch of Star Wars shit that has nothing to do with Vader because effectively... He's not playing a role in any of this. He's dead. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Uh, uh, I would love to see some flashbacks, right? You know, because Bader did end up respecting Thrawn. So so it'd be kind of cool to see, you know, how, 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 you know, how was Bader's influence on Thrawn or vice versa during, you know, to the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For- because I did learn that they did work together. Yes. So my favorite book from the trilogy, from the current, from actually all the first trilogy and the current trilogy, like it's the second book, uh, Thrawn. Uh, it's called uh, uh, not Treason. Treason is the last one. What's the what's the alliances? Uh, Thrawn the canon trilogy. Uh-huh, Thrawn alliances. I loved that book. I highly recommend. Like Audible, man. Like at least even Audible is so good because the the book it's about basically Palpatine 
uh, senses something in the forest, like far, far away, like in the unknown regions, I think, or I don't yeah. know, somewhere far, and sends Thrawn and Vader to go investigate. But what's really cool, then, as they're telling that story, um, uh, uh, it, we're getting flashbacks to an interaction that Thrawn had with Anakin, Anakin. during yeah. Clone Wars time. Uh, uh, when 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 Thrawn was still part of the Chiss ascendancy, like the Chiss military, and yeah. and they and they ended up meeting, and then so it's awesome because the book tells you to you see a story that has Anakin, Padme, Padme, and Thrawn, and at the same time you're getting a story between Thrawn and Vader, and it's so fucking cool. It's just one of the coolest things I've ever read, man. It was so cool. I definitely want to check that out because. I did come across that information, but then an interesting part about that was I learned that when Thrawn had realized that Vader was Anakin, he kept that to himself, which is why is that like an important thing? Like, does right, no because one remember, know Vader's true identity no, or some shit? No, oh. Anakin died, yeah. No, ah, that, that's gotcha. a big thing. And so that's also, Vader says that too, like that Jedi's dead, you know? He's like, so Anakin is dead. And so it's only Vader. And so, yeah. So the only people that supposedly know who he is is like Palpatine, obviously. I don't remember yeah, how in, in what well, Thrawn. Yeah, because Thrawn because Thrawn's fucking smart. That's the thing. Thrawn figured it out. He immediately recognized the way of thinking, the behaviors, that kind of stuff that he's like, this is the same guy I did the stuff with years ago, you know? Which is crazy because technically Vader becomes a completely different person. Like he has the voice of James Earl Jones. He's breathing through a fucking respirator. You know what I mean? Like his mannerism changed because he's like what, like sixty percent cybernetics. So it's like for Thrawn to figure that shit out just based on what the dude's saying is insanely insightful. Well, actually, what's cool about Thrawn? A little additional tidbit to add to see. Like I would be, I would love to see this in live action. Is like one of the things he does, like his gimmicks, is that he looks at art. He looks at the art of different cultures. To kind of understand how that culture thinks and then makes his like war plan, his strategy based on that. That's wild. It's wild. That's wild. Yeah. I kind of tripped when I learned it. I was like, oh shit. I like that's really interesting. Yeah. So you should see that in in um in Star Wars Rebels. Like I really recommend you do he's doing that because he also because it has this dark element to it. Because I remember there was this one episode with Hera Syndulla, who we see is gonna appear in Ahsoka, where like he's like taking over the planet where I think her planet where, where like her where her parents live and all that kind of stuff and like I think her parents were like the, the elite rulers yeah. and and he's like taking over fucking up with the planet and he takes a bunch of art piece and he takes a specific meaningful very important piece of art that's like a, a family heirloom of mm-hmm. theirs and he like then he captures her and he's like has her like strapped and trying to you know, get information from her while talking about her art and her fat and like talking about her, like, you know, like breaking her down yeah. psychologically thinking like, oh, if this means a lot to you, it's because of this and that. And this represents this. So your parents were like this. And it's like, boom, it's like, yo, Fuck. like psychological torture almost like it's such, Shit. So, so crazy. I'm excited. I can't fucking wait. I'm going to go right. catch up on fucking Mandalorian right now, as a matter of fact, in anticipation of Thrawn. Yes, do it. All right, well, folks. Fucking Star Wars. This might be one of the first episodes we've ever done that's not comic book related. 
expect a little bit more uh, variety going forward because we have so much shit to fucking consume and there's yes. a lot of shit worth talking about. So mm, fucking exactly. catch up on Mandalorian, read the books that were mentioned, and get ready for a very handsome tactical blooming. Yes, exactly. Cannot wait for Thrawn to appear nice. in Ahsoka. All right, everybody. It's a good time. This is Legion on Zoom. This is Miguel. This is Chez. Deuces. Peace.